Everybody can fuck off in three, two, one. Hey kids, welcome to the special hat episode of the See You Dude podcast. Now, it's really important for us to remember that this podcast is a platform to, for us to talk about things that not only are important to us, but should be important to society. So, first order of business before we get to the silliness, prostate massages. Carl, opinions? Um, I'm a little scared because you, 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 but <laughs> you want to talk, you want to talk about me peeing myself. That's what you want to talk about. You well, want, we we you talked want about that on the other podcast. Okay. We, we mentioned that yeah, you we'll have a prostate problem, but I'm not. I'm not talking I, about your. You're in large prostate. We're we're well aware that you have the prostate of a fifty year old man. I think it's overly sensitive. Like I don't I'm if I have a prostate massage, I'm like there's just that's just an embarrassing outcome waiting to happen. Like I'm gonna pee on that masseuse. <laughs> or girlfriend. Whatever. I don't think, I don't think you're gonna get massaged I'm by a masseuse. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pee on them. Um I personally have not um experienced such massages however i am curious i am curious but i don't i don't i don't see myself uh what, what having the balls to a, to execute is a prostate massage like fingers up your ass like rubbing your i think i think it comes in all shapes and sizes i think it, it can like good, i think it can come in the form game. of the reach around but i think it can also come from the form of just Taint pressure. Just taint knuckles. Grandma, like please don't watch this just episode. Knuckling, knuckling a taint. <laughs> Dude. This podcast is no longer safe for relatives to or listen work. to. Or work. It's not safe for work. Not safe for work. NSFW. Okay. Um, you, you t- I got to fix this real quick. Um, we were going to talk about seasonal depression. Ways to cope with. Also on the schedule, best common household items for ass play. Top on the list, batteries. <laughs> batteries. <laughs> because there's different sizes. Low on the list, jagged Legos. Yeah, you um, can go from AAA batteries all the way to, to saucy <laughs> nine volts. Shock you the in D the batteries. D batteries, too. You know. What about, ooh, what, what about those little, like, C batteries? No, the C batteries are like the the baby or like yeah. the mid-sized D batteries. No. The C batteries are those I don't those are like lithium batteries. Won't you get cancer if you put those up your ass? Yeah, probably. Lithium batteries give you cancer if you let them charge up your Anyway. I, what are we doing? <laughs> batteries. Um let's pick a real topic. Fuck, bro. Well, seasonal depression. Oh, seasonal depression. Ooh, that's I can actually talk about that. So I, David, you're a victim, David Loving, have recently started, has recently, I have, I have started meditation and yoga in the mornings. I've been Mm -hmm. doing it for four days now. I have, I've been waking up early, doing my yoga, sun salutations, A, if anyone wants to know, just Google it. That's what I did and I learned it. It's not difficult. Great way to start your day. Gets the body warmed up. Blood flowing. Um, get the blood flowing, you know. Get rid of that morning wood. Get some of that blood into your stomach and your legs as opposed to that that hog of yours. Um, do you ever do you ever like not safe for work? You ever like wake up in the morning and then you just got a you just got morning wood that just, just won't quit? Uh yeah. 
Yeah. I think every every guy. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, probably does. You it's do a, a little exercise. It's that, and then when it like finally goes away, like you can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> your it's ears like, start ringing. It's just like everything kind of just sounds like your, your ears are, yeah, your ears are are, are cupped. <laughs> it's that kind. It kind of sounds like this, you know. <laughs> you can't quite hear anything. Dude, we are so fucking. Uh, no. Um. So I've started doing yoga. And um, meditation. I got this app. I got pushed a ton of ads for it. Mm-hmm. It's called Headspace. Now, oh, yeah. Okay. You've, you've seen the ads for it? Either the ads or I know people who have used it. So yeah. Headspace is $60 a year. I'm not paying that. I'm getting a two-week trial. And then I'm going to do, you know, I set a reminder on my phone. That's always important. Never just trust that you're going to cancel it. Yeah, Pornhub Sit. will charge you that fee. <laughs> At the end of the month, dude. I think oh, I think premium Pornhub is free of 2020. I keep seeing that advertised on the site. Yeah, I'm getting 1080p videos left and right. Dog. <laughs> anyway, so Headspace. Anyway, so I'm on Headspace, and it's really cool. So I've meditated before, but I just kind of like jumped into these guided meditations, and I never built the fundamentals of. Um, meditation and that's why this is pretty cool because it's teaching it's you got to think you know you think of meditation like working out right um you you're basically exercising your brain and training it to focus right those are the basics of it you know they Mm -hmm. say just like oh just focus on your breath and your mind's gonna wander and it was supposed to be like letting your mind wander or being like oh fuck i can't focus i can't focus and getting frustrated it's like it's a practice of like your mind will wander and you notice it's wandering, notice what you're, it's wandering about and then slowly bringing it back to that breath. Right. And so it's training my, I'm training myself to do that and I'm getting the basics from this headspace thing. Yeah, it's, it's allowing a, things to pass through your head quickly rather than dwell yes. and keep thinking. Yeah. yeah. And I would say that like, even the, even only have like doing this for a little bit, like I even realize in my, in my everyday, like it's because I'm consciously trying mm. to, but it's just kind of teaching me to like when I'm having a thought, whether it be positive, negative, or or anything in between, um, I'm not letting that thought rule me. Have I'm able tried? I'm able to see that thought for what it is, not necessarily who I am. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. I I mean, I think it's a good mindset to practice. In an everyday thing too, if you're an anxious person, not just like in. I mean, I'm not a, a super anxious a person. Minute. Well, no, like, I, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, but like it's still, and that's why I think a lot of people won't do it. It's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not like anxious or I'm not like depressed or anything. I don't need to meditate. I it's think just it, calming, I, and it's a it's good mindset stuff. to practice. It's just, it's just mindfulness. It's no different than going to the gym. Yeah, I think for me, the most common times where I'm practicing something like that, at least like focusing on like a breath is when I'm having trouble falling asleep, I think I go to like sort of a meditative thing where I'm mm-hmm. just focusing on breathing. Like the whole counting sheep thing, like it's been brought, I mean, everybody has heard of that from like cartoons, yeah. you know? I mean, it's really, it's real. Like you put yourself into like a trance, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so meditating, meditating, I mean, although I have done it like during the day or... Uh, when I wake up, most of the time I find myself just like using it as sort of an, a method to clear my mind when I'm like staring at the ceiling and thinking about all the shit I didn't do during a day or that I need to do the next day because mm. it's like, fuck, I got to go to sleep. Now, 
in the same linking it to something we usually talk about, something that might be interesting to the to the listeners here, not just you know our bullshit opinions on meditation. That's why, sir. I feel like certain activities are very very meditative. Music specifically, we've talked about this, I believe, either in off mic or or on the podcast, where a good jam is one of the most meditative experiences you can have because. You can't, your mind does not wander. Mm -hmm. If your mind is wandering while you are playing in a jam session, you're not playing good and you're not really playing. Yeah. Like you are fully immersed in the experience. And because of that full immersion, it's just like a natural fucking meditation. And and it's really cool. The same reason I like rock climbing. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, and it helps with uh, another thing just to that point is also I feel like uh, another thing that we said was just like when you are feeling really shitty and not in the mood to play music, at least, you know, this applies to, I guess, musicians only. I, I don't think it would work for people who have never played, but you force yourself to do it and it makes you feel better regardless of how shitty you feel. Um, yeah. And it kind of gets you out of that mood. At least, like, when we were doing Olympic formal practices back in the day, like, I specifically remember times where I just did not want to come over and I did not want to play. And forcing myself to do so got me out of that mood and it, like, turned shit around for me. And I always, and I would walk into it thinking, like, I don't want to do this because I'm in a bad mood and it'll make me play bad. But it was the opposite effect where it was just kind of like, I played the same that I usually do and it made my mood better afterwards. So similar to meditation in that sense too as well um but you know this was uh all stemming from like a seasonal depression thing before we get back to that i want to i want to say one thing about something you said like the sometimes you didn't feel like it and you just did it and it got you out of that funk i have been finding with so many aspects of my life that the less i think about things (laughs) before i do them the easier it is to do them if i for example would like to go to the gym Mm -hmm. and i tell myself i'm gonna go to the gym every day which i've also been doing if you can't tell um if i tell myself i'm gonna go to the gym every day right of course i don't want to go every day i wake up and i'm like fuck that or like i just had you know i just had my classes and we record a podcast and then we fucking practice or something like that and i'm fucking beat and i just want to go home and fucking I don't know. Jerk off. Hit up the hub and go to sleep. Um, if I think about it, like, oh, that sounds like I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to, like, get changed. And I'm going to have to go. And I'm going to do that. It's going to take an hour, an hour and a half. And I'm going to come back. I'm going to eat. And I'm going to have to shower. And then I go to bed. And then it's like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. It's so much. But if I'm just like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym. And then you just do it. Without thinking about it, mm-hmm. thinking about the benefits or the negative aspects of it, yeah, just like not like you just get dressed yeah. and you start walking to the gym, yeah, I mean, and you're thinking about something totally different. It just helps you, and it's the same thing with like schoolwork, for example. Like if you have to do schoolwork, pack your back. Don't be thinking about I have to go do schoolwork. You pack your backpack and you start walking to the fucking library before you start thinking I have to go do homework. Yeah, I mean, you know, that kind of ties into like sort of just, you know, 
how anxious of a person you may or may not be, like you, me, or anybody, just like that overthinking about the tasks that you have to do can really like hinder your ability to get them done. Yeah. Like, you know, what you're saying, I think, is 100% true just because, I mean, it's all, it's like kind of like a, you know, flow state thing, which yeah. I haven't read a lot about, but like just your ability to just process that you need to do something and then you go and do it without really thinking about all the steps that you need to take to do it to get you to slow down, like makes things a lot simpler than they may seem when you start thinking about how difficult it was. I mean, fuck, man, like. I was sitting here doing homework earlier and I realized like uh, David's going to come over in like two hours and then I went through it all. That's a nice watch, dude. Where'd you get that? Uh, Amazon. Is it analog or digital? It's both. Oh. It's both. (laughs) (laughs) Just to, you know, because there's no numbers on it. So if I can't read it fast enough, I'm like, dang, what do all these dashes mean? They all look the same. And then I'm like, oh, look, there's a little digital watch. It's 336 and 57 seconds right now. 337 <laughs> anyway uh i just you know all the homework it was just kind of like read these two articles and then fill out these sheets based on these videos like grade the business pitches and then compare the two articles you read to the article you read last week and no i just was like yada 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 fuck this i'm not doing it because I, I was just like instead of tackling each thing one at a time i was kind of it's just too much. I was like, yeah, yeah it's five point assignment. I don't care. But uh, that I wonder if people listening to this all all two and a half people like. I wonder if if people will take what we're saying. As like, I I feel like we're pretty real motherfuckers, right? Sure. Um. I I have no problem sharing things that might be like, you know, personal struggles or something like that yeah do you think people will hear like the way we're talking about like having anxiety about music specifically we Mm -hmm. talk about that a lot about how like it's a daunting task and like because whenever i feel that way i always like get on my own case and i'm like that's fucking stupid you're not even a real musician yet you don't make money here this isn't your job you're literally just doing it um in a fucking basement and trying to do it. Like, why are you freaking out about it? And I wonder if other people like feel that same way. And I feel like I don't, I talk to you about it, but like, I don't know. I wonder if, I wonder how, what percentage of people out there feel the same way and could find, I'm maybe hearing us talk about it in a way like therapeutic hearing like, Oh shit, I'm not the only one. That I mean, I think it's like every, I think, I mean, as far as creatives go, I think everybody feels that way. And I think something that I've kind of speculated is um, the people that end up breaking out have either tackled that anxiety in a way where they can, they're just efficient because they ignore it or they just are able to force themselves to keep going in despite of those voices just that make everything so daunting, you know? Um, and that might just be from you get into a rhythm of like, you know how to do something, you make an EP, you're like, okay, that's what I did for that one. Learn from the mistakes, repeat the strengths and keep moving. And eventually you have people that are like putting music out all the time or people that 
take a little bit longer, but they're putting out really, really solid stuff every time. Now, um, but you know, I uh, think that. Will you finish your thought? I mean, yeah, you know, I just think that it's something that everybody definitely feels. You know, creatives and people. I think I'm gonna t- say two things. One, I think that people who are creatives, if you're not hot on yourself, you're definitely not making good music or good art. You like, I don't know a single person who makes good music that is like, yeah, like I make fucking great music. I'm the shit. I make hits. I mean, rather than that, I think that. Everybody that I know that I think makes great music really hates it. That's what I'm saying. You That's know, what I'm saying. I Everybody mean, who who is I think good. that there are definitely people out there that are good and know they're good. Like Mark Ronson probably knows. Well, there's a level of like, okay, not everybody who makes good music is gonna be like, oh, I fucking hate like the music I put out. But yeah, you can have like good confidence and be like, yeah, like I know how to make a fucking Mark Ronson. Like, yeah, I I know how to make a hit song. Yeah, I'm sure, Pharrell is like. You oh you guys want a number one hit oh let's all right we'll just we'll do that okay there you go he mm-hmm. knows how to do it however like I'm sure he still has other struggles of like okay am I just a number one hit guy where's my artistic integrity here like you know I, who you know there is a, actually I know a group of people that are really good at what they do and brag about it a shit ton and it's Rap producers, like Fruity Loops, producing like rap oh, records. Shit. 808 Mafia. I mean, and they they're like they're amazing. You know, I mean, they do what they do the best. Uh, it if that do type of music isn't your cup of tea, it's not your cup of tea. But like, there's talent there, and like producing and getting the right hi hats and stuff like that. I mean, that's what like Southern rap is. It's just like. Hi hats. And you're saying they're like they know they're the shit? Yes, definitely. Do you think that now this is interesting. Uh and that's the thing is that they are in hip hop, there's like a huge difference between like hip hop and like indie rock, for example. Like there's a lot more like flex and and like like overt talk about like how good you are Mm -hmm. in rap than in like indie rock. Right. Mm-hmm. So, do you think yeah. that that's indicative of the culture around hip hop? That maybe they do have that same like fuck. Like, I need to, I need to make sure that what I'm putting out is not just another fucking trap beat. But they don't talk about it because the social norm of the hip hop scene isn't to say like, oh, I'm worried that my artistic integrity. Yes. Yeah. It's the branding, man. Like it's what it, it's what it is. Like think about how braggadocious like rock stars were in like the seventies and eighties. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they still like wrote love songs and had worries and shit like that. You're never gonna see like one hundred percent of who a person is on their Instagram. You yeah. know what I mean? A little bit, but like everybody still like has desires that they haven't achieved yet and things like that. Um, one of the guys that I was thinking about when I was saying like there are people that will say like, I'm the shit. There's this producer that works with Andre a lot and he's in 808 mafia and he's like really blowing up now. Cause he did uh, Costa Rica on revenge of the dreamers. And he's been done a bunch of stuff. He's in 808 mafia. His name's Pyrex. Um, oh yeah. I've seen Andre like post some shit about that. Yeah. And he's super, super talented guy. And he's kind of like 
blowing up like crazy. Probably the biggest or one of the biggest producers in Atlanta right now, like him and Kenny Beats and maybe a few other guys. Um, but he's like young and, you know, everybody has their opinions. He's been reposting stuff that's like 2020 is like his year and shit like that. Um, and it's believable, I guess. But, uh, you know, he posted something when um, Revenge of the Dreamers got nominated for a Grammy. And it was like, thank you for letting me break out of just the normal, like, southern trap scene. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. Like, people can be uh, braggadocious or arrogant or just telling the truth about how good they are and still also be like, okay, well, maybe I do want to do something different and I'm not 100% the best at everything. But, you know, like Pyrex's thing is everybody's like, yo, his hi-hats are fucking crazy. Like, no one does hi-hats better than him. Hmm. So it's like, you know. Interesting. See, it's a weird thing for me because, like, I don't know, in life I'm a pretty, like, arrogant person. Like, I'm kind of just like, eh. Fuck you. I yeah. know I'm awesome. Uh, but like I'm always but with spe- with music especially, I'm constantly humbled just because I'm so young and new at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been like playing music since like we were in seventh grade. But like I look at the I look up to the people that I listen to and I'm like, they are just like next level fucking musicians. Like I could never make an album like Currents. That shit to me is like a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. I mean, it is to everybody, though. It's probably not to Kevin. Well, I mean, yeah, but that goes but back like, to like That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know that's that's know. that was my point bringing it back to that. But like I'm always humbled with with music and I'm always like very aware of the fact that Here's here's how it goes. I'll write a song. I'll be like, "Yo, that shit fucking slaps. Fuck yeah, dog. I'll sit on it for a week or so, come back and be like, this is fucking garbage. I can't believe, like... I think that's how and it then, goes like, for everybody. And then I, like, don't listen to it, and then I come back, and I'm like, nah, this shit fucking slaps. Yeah. Shit fucking slaps. So, I forget what my point was. I was going to have a bigger point, but I got caught up in my facial expressions, and... And verbal usage, trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting podcast. You were talking about... Dude, these podcasts take on a mind of their fucking own I every know. time. We're in rare form. We just... We're just getting super weird. And super like, weird. Oh, I had the flu. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I was going to say, um, you know, David and I have been sober since January 3rd. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not drinking these days. Laying off the sorts. Yeah, you know, uh, both our, uh, our our livers, our emotions, and our wallets could all use a break from the drink. So, um, yeah. you know, uh, and I was going to say, like, it's been relatively simple. You were saying it wasn't that hard for you either. I thought it was going to be a lot harder. Yeah. So, oh, you've been sober too? Yeah. I See, I thought you, I didn't think you were doing that. Yeah, but that's the thing is like I was sick all last week and all through the weekend, so I haven't really been tested because it's like obviously I was like fuck no if I I can't go out or do anything. I was tested right away, so we stopped on the <laughs> third um, after the beach trip, um, which was really fun. We can talk about that in a second. Um, but 
I stopped on the third, and I think like the fifth, I went out to a brewery to see right. a show, Yards Brewery. Now, was that the? If you know me, I love beer. So I was really, really upset because I was like, "Fuck!" Like, there's all these beers that I want to try, and like, you know, I, I was just like, "Ah, fuck! It sucks." So that was that was the only time I was like, "Shit! I really want to drink right now." Um, but if I'm being honest, it wasn't necessarily the drunkenness that I was going for. I was like, I just wanted the, I just wanted the beer. Like, I just like beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was like one other time at home. I was like coming home from work or something. I was like, I'd love to like sit down, drink a beer and watch a movie. Right. But, and I had beer in the fridge and that's what made me think of it. I was like, Ooh, that looks good. I still have all of my secret six pack at Cameron's house. And I mm. haven't even really thought about it. All that we much. talked about secret six pack. Uh, I just don't know. if you guys if you guys want to know, Secret Six Pack is this really awesome tradition that everybody should try it out it's too. So fucking, it's fun. really fun. We've done it every year for the past three years. Yeah, basically, instead of buying each other a bunch of fucking stupid presents like batteries, here's, here's, <laughs> like batteries, or like here's a sweater my grandma knitted you. Um, we do Secret Santa, like one of the Secret Santa. Um, like online things, and everybody just gets to sign somebody else, and you have to buy them a six pack because it started off as a way for everybody to drink nice beer and not have to like break the bank. Yeah, because we were like, I'm sick of drinking fucking hams and Rolling Rock. Right. Let's get like. Well, I mean, it was just it was. There's a lot of reasons that it was a great idea, but the point is, is it was a fucking great idea, great tradition, and we love doing it. And we pick names every year, and we're home for winter break, which is great because everybody that's like in different states comes home. And uh, we're not gonna be able to do that next year. Yeah, we will. We'll figure it out. People are still gonna come home for Christmas, dog. Yeah, that's true. Um, God, we're getting fucking old. Yeah, but uh, and then we do it on New Year's Eve, which I don't think we should do anymore because yeah. that was rough. A little bit, kind of drew well, a, drew a line through the whole party. Well, yeah, because half the people there weren't part of Secret Six Pack, and we made them watch us do it, which was pretty hilarious, but also lame. Anyway, great time. Everybody well, should we try show, it we out. We were supposed to do it earlier, but they everyone didn't show up. Yeah, Pat, Andrew, but everybody tried out. It's a good time. It's good, good, yeah. good time. But back to being old. Oh, oh, I'll just mention. Yeah, so like when we did, I was at home drinking. I wanted to drink and I didn't, and then yeah. like. After a week, I went to a party, and like I didn't even have a desire to get drunk. I don't I think I'm like, going to end up going to any parties. I don't think if I, if I went to a party, I don't think my desire would be to get drunk. I think it would be to fucking leave. Like, I don't think I would want to. I mean, going to, like, chill, like, hangs with, like, a bunch of people. Like, actually, I went to, like, a small little shindig with, like, ten people at Taha and Connors. And I, like, played Rage Cage, but Taha drank for me. But I was standing behind him, so, like, just, got, he got See, fucked up. Um, I, yeah, my, it was a house show. So like after I saw the people I wanted to see, I was like, okay, I'm I'm good to go. Yeah. But if I'm being honest, that's also my mentality when I'm drunk too. Okay. Like it was so fucking crowded. It was just one of those nights where like, even if I was shit faced, I'd be like, uh, yeah, it's time to leave. Um, but yeah, not drinking is not that difficult. Uh, that's why I started doing the yoga and waking up and meditating because the point of not drinking, I was like, was, all right, let's have a big palate cleanse, get last super year, healthy. When I lived with you and I tried to do it, it was a lot more difficult just because you were 
not doing it. And, and I'm not the person. If you, you if if and, if we're friends and you tell me you're not drinking and I want to drink with you, you're gonna like drink. Ryan this summer probably had a tougher go at it than we are right now. Yeah. Um, well, cause yeah, but, I was constantly like, Ryan, you're a bitch. Come drink. No, actually, Ryan probably didn't have that hard of a time because Ryan used to come out to the bars or something like that, and he would just drink water. Would just be sober. You were a fucking bitch, and you were like, No, I'm gonna stay home. I wasn't 21 yet. We weren't yes. going to bars. We were we going, going to like parties. And you're like, yeah, but I'm fuck parties. Like, I don't want to. Like, I don't. I'm not a partier. That's my impression of you. The only time I enjoy parties is when I'm being like trouble because I'm drunk. Like. Yeah, I hear you. You know, no, what I, I, mean? I agree, dude. Like, I, drunk antics. That's all parties were. I don't like going to parties to like. Oh, dude! Every fucking time, there goes the fucking thing. It's cool. We're at thirty minutes. We. Oh my god, we're a fucking train wreck, man. We can't get. Any, There's thirty minutes. That's thirty minutes. Interesting. We can like. It's so difficult for some reason. We just can can't get this fucking thing. Anyway. Oh. Hey. Well. There's no reason to read it. We're done. It's weird. All right. Well, if someone found this therapeutic, I hope, I hope it did. Uh, and uh, if not, well, uh, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. See, you, dude.